Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Masil Sasharam in English. I apologize if my voice sounds off. Um, for some reason, I lost my voice. So, but um, I enjoy giving this podcast because I mainly do it for myself to be familiar with the Masil Sasharam. So, um, if it really comes out that bad, I'm going to re-listen to it and I, I may post it again when my voice is better. So if you recall in the last podcast, we were left with a, a little bit of a dilemma. We're talking about precious, which is abstaining, but specific abstaining of things that were normally allowed or normally that are things that are normally mutter for us that we're allowed to do. And the Ramchal brought proofs that... Um, or you know, real proofs saying that we what gives us the right to forbid things that are normally allowed for us to do, and what is because we know you brought down a pasuk Mishle or a metrash that says that a person is going to be held accountable for things that he did not enjoy in this world that he was allowed to enjoy. Yet at the same time, we also see that many of the tzaddikim, many of the righteous people, practice abstaining. Like he gave examples of Chizkiyah Melech, the king Chizkiyah. He is a king, and he had like a tiny table. He just had vegetables and small amounts of meat. He wasn't interested. We saw Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, before he died, he was the greatest, uh, I believe he wrote the Gemara and the Mishnah. And uh, before he died, and by the way, he was one of the wealthiest people, uh, uh, you know, in that generation of the world at that time, and he, before he died, he lifted up his pinky and said, let this testify that not even my pinky took enjoyment out of this world. So clearly, there's a conflict we don't understand. Are we allowed to abstain or are we not allowed to abstain? So the answer was obvious when she started talking about it. It's very, very important. Precious is a very, very important part Abstaining is a very important part of a person's growth process, but it has to be done right. And that's exactly what Ramchal is going to answer. And that's exactly where we're up to. We will now explain the nature. There's good, there's appropriate precious, there's appropriate abstaining and inappropriate. So let's dive right into it. We will now explain the nature of what is good abstaining, good precious. And to this end, we'll say, that after it has become clear to us that all worldly matters. In other words, we, we already know that everything in this world is here to test us. As we brought in chapter one with many different proofs, you know, <clears throat> we know that most things in this world have a positive and a negative, right? Food, food is very important. We need it, but too much food, we can get, make ourselves sick, right? So there has to be a balance. You know, sleep is important, but if we sleep too much and we miss services, that's not good either. Or we miss our obligations, we miss saying Krishna, that's not good either. So there's a pro and a con. So now we know that everything in this world is here to test us. So, and it's become, it's also been verified. We also know how weak a human being is. We know we're easily swayed to temptation, easily. So, it will be necessary to declare that however a person could possibly, so if a person, since we know that a person is weak, if a person can come up with more ideas in a creative way 
that's within the bounds that the law allows to abstain and keep or distance himself from these things. So um, surely we could say um, that that should be appropriate to do so because he's more protected from the evil inclination. A great example is, like I said, is the um, the great example, as I said, is the um, the uh, person who's on a diet and he knows he has a hard time with the uh, with eating, so he makes sure he doesn't go near the bakery aisle, or he doesn't pass a bakery on his way to work. He does not put himself in a situation that he may come to eat something he shouldn't. So that's the same thing here, right? Um, when a person is, uh, when a person is, uh, you know, knows that he's easily stumbles in certain areas that he needs to add protective measures for himself to make sure that he does not um, stumble. And now he gives an example. I have an example with regard to food and drink. When they are free of all prohibitions and of dietary laws, right? We know what they're, when they're, if they're kosher, it's permitted for us to eat. However, if we overly satiate oneself, we can lead to casting off the yoke of God. And too much wine, and too much drinking, of course it's allowed, but if you drink too much of it, it can lead to immoral relationships and other evil things because you're not noticed. You know? So, and certainly, when a person accustoms himself to satiety of eating and drinking, if he, another thing he's saying is, now this is, you have to understand the thought process of the Ramachal. If a person is accustomed to having fancy foods or taking fine vacations, and oversatiating himself, it becomes a very expensive lifestyle. And let's say his income can no longer support his lavish lifestyle. He may come to say, hey, let me work harder. Let me work harder to try to make more money so it's for my lavish lifestyle. And as a result of working harder, he winds up missing you know, his his his, uh, his Torah studies, he might miss his services in shul, he might miss others, mincha during the day. He's saying that all these things could lead to bad things. <clears throat> so you could kind of see the Ramchal has a lot more to add, but you see where he's going with this. We have to know what is appropriate apricious, what's not appropriate apricious. So we started off with the idea that anything that will help you to protect yourself because of our weaknesses, because of a weakness you know, and you added extra protection for yourself, it sounds like that's very appropriate. Not only is it appropriate, you should do it. But we have to expand the idea a little further. So we'll continue on the next podcast. See you next time.